In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honour and power and strength to our God for ever and ever. Amen. Brothers and sisters, welcome. This is Pointing to the Saviour of the World with your brother in Christ, Patrick Tufu, on this 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. Think of the love that the Father has lavished on us by letting us be called God's children, and that is what we are. With this in mind, we gather to praise and worship God, to listen to his word, to pray for our brothers and sisters in need, for ourselves and for the dead. We do so with confidence in his promise. And remember that I'm always with you until the end of time. May the love of God the Father, the peace of his Son, our brother Jesus Christ, and the joy of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, the readings today teach us about trust in God. God expects us to trust Him completely. Many of us are not quite so sure that we can trust Him, even though we want to trust Him. The widow in the first reading today shows us how a person can trust completely, even to the point of giving up the little one has for another person. The Gospel of Mark today reiterates a similar message with the story of the poor widow who gave all she had trusting in God. When we trust God wholeheartedly, we become close because we depend and rely on God for everything we need. We must have confidence that God will always give us what we truly need in return. Perhaps many of us are more practical and give to God what we may have in excess of what we need. If we are willing to give from what little 
we have and are, the Lord rejoices and he multiplies our efforts. The readings today challenge us to trust in God and give all we have to God. To give from our livelihood is not only an act of generosity, it is also an act of trust in God. We can only give from our need if we trust that God will provide for us. Jesus himself demonstrates the ultimate act of generosity and trust in God as he gives his life for us on the cross. On the cross, Christ laid down his life for each one of us, everywhere, at all times. It is that kind of self-giving that he not only taught by his words, but modelled for all Christians. Brothers and sisters, let us pray for the grace and will to trust God wholeheartedly and be willing to give up all we have because we trust God. Like the widows in the readings, even when it puts our life in danger. Amen. A reading from the first book of Kings. Elijah the prophet went off to Sidon, and when he reached the city gate, there was a widow gathering sticks. Addressing her, he said, Please bring me a little water in a vessel for me to drink. She was setting off to bring it when he called after her. Please, he said, bring me a scrap of bread in your hand. As the Lord your God lives, she replied, I have no baked bread, but only a handful of meal in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I am just gathering a stick or two to go and prepare this for myself and my son, to eat, and then we shall die. But Elijah said to her, Do not be afraid. Go and do as you have said. But first make a little scorn of it for me, and bring, bring it to me, and then make some for yourself and for your son. For thus the Lord speaks, the God of Israel. Jar of meal shall not be spent, jug of oil shall not be emptied, before the day when the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. The woman went and did as Elijah told her, and they ate the food, she, him, she himself and her son. The jar of meal was not spent 
nor the jug of oil emptied, just as the Lord had foretold through Elijah. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. It is not as though Christ had entered a man-made sanctuary, which was only modelled on the real one. But it was heaven itself, so that he could appear in the actual presence of God on our behalf. And he does not have to offer himself again and again like the high priests going into the sanctuary year after year with the blood that is not his own or else he would have had to suffer over and over again since the world began. Instead of that, he has made his appearance once and for all now at the end of the last age, to do away with sin by sacrificing himself. Since men only die once, and after that comes judgment, so Christ too offers himself only once to take the falls of many on himself. And when he appears a second time, it will not be to deal with sin, but to reward with salvation those who are waiting for him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even if you have to die, says the Lord, keep faithful and I will give you the crown of life. Hallelujah. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory be to you, Lord. In his teaching, Jesus said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk about in long robes to be greeted obsequiously in the market squares, to take the front seats in the synagogues and the places of honour at banquets. These are the men who swallow the property of widows while making a show of lengthy prayers. The more severe will be the sentence they receive. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the treasury, and many of the rich put in a great deal. A poor widow came and put in two small coins, the equivalent of a penny. 
Then he called his disciples and said to them, I tell you solemnly, this poor widow has put more in than all who have contributed to the treasury. For they have all put in money they had over. But she, from the little she had, has put in everything she possessed, all she had to live on. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, as was mentioned in the introduction, the readings today teach us about trust and generosity. The readings also speak of need, of sacrifice and of love and also of laying ourselves bare in front of God, being vulnerable in front of our Father in heaven. These teachings are exemplified in the stories of the two widows, one from the Hebrew scriptures, the other from the New Testament. In both cases, these widows lived in abject poverty. What is striking is not what they give. A small loaf of bread, a few pennies. No, what is striking is that they give so generously of the little they have. Both women let go of the only things they have to keep them alive. And so the two gift they gave was a true gift from their hearts. Here you have the story of two women whose hearts were so loving they never counted the cost of what they gave and because it was so little scribes and pharisees would pay little notice to them but christ jesus noticed when the books of the old testament refer to the poor they often list three categories of people the stranger, the orphan, and the widow. The Hebrew scriptures constantly invite people to be sensitive to the needs of these three types of vulnerable people. The stranger, the orphan, and the widow. In Hebrew, the word for widow is almana. The word is derived from the word 
alem, which means unable to speak. Without a husband to speak for her or sec secure her rights, the widow was the silent one. Isn't it striking that these two widows, these two silent ones, speak the loudest to us today? They instruct us on the capacity of the human heart to rise above the sometimes unfairness of life and learn instead to become more compassionate and generous in all aspects of life. When it talks about the justice of God, the Old Testament speaks of the God who defends the stranger, the orphan and the widow. It is in this context that the first reading of today becomes even more meaningful. At a time of scarcity, the prophet Elijah, instead of helping the widow, requests help from her. The poor widow generously offers the prophet the last bit of food that she had. The Lord God blesses her. The Lord God notices her generosity and blesses this generosity abundantly. The jar of meal was not spent, nor the jug of oil emptied. In the New Testament, Jesus invites those who want to follow him to be kind to the poor. He says to them, go and sell what you own and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But Jesus is not glorifying material poverty. He invites us to be poor in spirit. Therefore, the virtue of detachment or poverty in spirit is not just a challenge for those who are rich in the material sense, but for the poor as well. Very often, we water down the meaning of this text, which we have just listened to, or rob the text of its depth of meaning by quoting it as an example of generosity. Oh yes, generosity is a good human virtue. The meaning of the text, the real meaning of the text here goes beyond money, goes beyond wealth, goes beyond possessions. It makes us ask the following questions about ourselves. Am I able to make myself vulnerable in the presence of God? Am I able to stand before God with my arms open and empty, with my mind still searching for answers and my heart ready to respond to the grace of God? Or am I seeking full security in my past achievements, 
in my name, in my fame, in my knowledge, in my education, in my material wealth, in my attachment to people, like the scribes and the Pharisees did. And Jesus says to them, says to you and I who do the same, beware of those like the scribes and the Pharisees who like to walk about in long robes to be greeted obsequiously in the market squares, to take the front seats in the synagogues and the places of honour at banquets. These are the men who swallow the property of widows while making a show of lengthy prayers. The more severe will be the sentence they receive. Brothers and sisters, as our great provider, God is ready to supply all our needs according to his riches in glory through Christ. He knows our needs and how to meet them. All we need to do is to trust in his divine providence. So let us ask Christ to grant us a very generous heart so that we can sow generously because God loves a cheerful giver and a generous giver. Let our prayer be that the examples of the generous widows in today's readings may tug our hearts and teach us to live as Christ did, not wrapped up in self-concern, but rooted in compassion and generosity for others. May we be able to make ourselves vulnerable in the presence of God. May we be able to stand before God with our arms wide open and empty, with our minds still searching for answers and our hearts ready to respond to the grace of God. Amen. We turn to our Heavenly Father in prayer, asking for his blessings on all those in need. For the leadership of the church, that their work may be blessed and bear abundant fruit. Lord, in your mercy. For leaders of nations, that they will strive to see that the needs of the poor and the defenseless are provided for. Lord, in your mercy. For those who exploit the poor and rob them of their dignity, that they may turn away from sin and towards Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
for ourselves, that we may work for reconciliation and peace in our hearts, in our homes, and in our communities. Lord, in your mercy. For the fallen of two world wars and the many conflicts which have scarred our world, that God may call them into light, judge them with mercy, and grant them peace. Lord, in your mercy. For all who are sick or housebound at this time, that they may know the comforting presence of Jesus. We pray too for the deceased members of our families and our parishes, that they may have eternal life with God in heaven. Lord, in your mercy. We now bring our personal intentions and desires to the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We ask Mary, our mother, to intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, hear our prayers and grant them for the good of your children who now call you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Brothers and sisters, thank you for joining me today to listen to the word of God, to praise and worship God, and to pray for our brothers and sisters in need and for the dead. I wish you a peaceful celebrations of the 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Let us finish our prayers like we began. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>